host, Barbara Dunkelman, and with me today, I have some very beautiful human beings. Too beautiful to be sitting next to me, actually. Yeah, I've always said that. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? I'm Jesse Hodges. <laughs> Woo! Jesse. Yeah. Hi, I'm, I'm Nick Rutherford. Woo! Woo! I'm Chris Demers. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Yes. Interesting. <laughs> so welcome, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, so Nick and Jesse are from one of our series, Crunch Time, and we're very happy to have them here. And we're going to be talking about all sorts of things. But before we do, we have to get oh, like God. slightly drunk. And for everyone watching this, we're actually filming this at like 10 in the morning. Yeah. And I'm forcing them to drink, and it's for you guys. So. And it smells. Yeah. I mean, like alcohol, Good not or, like or bad. Well, it's just it's aromatic. Potent. Yeah. Like I'm getting drunk. It's a, okay. What is the shot? It, it's called the breakfast shot, and this is submitted by Thomas T. and Lynette B. Multiple people submitted the shot. Mm. And it's half Jameson, half butterscotch schnapps. And then it's oh. followed by <laughs> an orange juice chaser. Oh. Okay. Okie dokie. Very cool. So shout out well, to you guys. Uh, cheers, cheers, everybody. Cheers. cheers. I'm sorry oh to do God. this to you, but cheers. I'm also not sorry. Ooh. Oh, it's so oh. sweet. That's not bad. Not, not bad, bad at all. What I have for breakfast all the time. I can have that with pancakes. Isn't it nice that you get to do it with other people? Yeah, finally. It kind of tastes not like Not in syrup. a dark closet. Nick <laughs> <laughs> usually, usually takes shots alone uh -huh. in the morning. Is it always the breakfast shot too? Yeah, it's all, well, no butterscotch, just the Jameson. <laughs> uh, so you guys, as I mentioned, are on the show Crunch Time, which focuses a lot on dreams and what your dreams are about and going into people's dreams. Yeah. And much more, you should definitely check it out. So to start things off, I want to talk about your dreams. Do they mean anything? Have you had any memorable ones, unforgettable ones, terrible ones? Tell me about them. Oh, no. Um, is it your dream to be on the show? Maybe it is. Mm -hmm. my, it was always my dream to sit in the yellow booth. I'm very <laughs> excited now. Uh, I, I used to have a lot of dreams where I'd be about to do a Broadway show, and I couldn't remember the lines. Like, I didn't have the lines down. It's like, I think they're like performer anxiety. It's classic dream. When did that start dream. for you? Like very young, like middle school or something. He was a child actor. <laughs> were you really? Yeah. Wait, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like what, an actual like, like TV one. Oh my who god. Who were you in? Uh, I was the token white boy on Amen. Um, <laughs> I played. It's true. I played young Skippy on. Uh, what's that Michael J. Fox show that I can't think of now? Um, Life goes on. Family, family ties. ties. Thank you. Life See. goes on. I was young for <laughs> on We have on. families. <laughs> family ties matter. Families uh, go on. It's it, it, that, and then uh, I was on Tracy Ullman's show, and I did a lot of uh. commercials. And like uh, he was a real child actor. Oh yeah, God. and he was very cute. I was cuter what than. Very cute. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the drugs hit. <laughs> no, I just grew up, and then uh, just realized that we're all dust. How, how long? How long were you playing a child? Like you're like you're like 18, and you're still playing like the elementary school. Yeah, like yeah I just have like a big lollipop and a spinner. Cap. Could they have like Nick's people like who, 60? <laughs> they have people who like legitimately are 30, 35 years old playing high school students. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, it's bizarre. Yeah, I, I guess you just have to always look yeah. somewhat young when you're an actor. If you got a baby face, I think you just always play a high school guy forever. Yeah. Eventually, I was just leaned into like grow the beard out. Just let yourself Start go. Doing stand -up. Like, yeah. <laughs> Start doing stand-up. Never sleep. We and, also uh, found out before the show that you're half Mexican. I am quarter Mexican. Quarter, quarter Mexican. Quarter Mexican. My bad. From Mexico City. Really? Yeah. My grandmother. Guadalupe. Not one of those other Mexican cities. <laughs> no, not, not the other I'm one. from the one named after Mexico. Well, the one that a lot of people know. 
maybe not Juarez. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so you started acting when you were young, which is why you had those dreams? Yeah, I was like, three years old when I was in a commercial. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you. you. Clear our shame. Exactly. So kind. Thank you so much. Um, I, ha I have had those dreams most of my life, too, and I was... I was but an amateur child actor. I was not a professional paid child actor. Oh. Just, um, Boring. Just one who, <laughs> who did community theater plays. Wow. But they're, those, do you not have those actor performance? Dreams? No, never. And I think it's because I'm not really an actor. Like, oh, I, that I could do, be it. <laughs> I do some stuff here at Rooster Teeth, but other than that, I'm not like you an know, actual actor. It's growing up doing theater. You did theater, right? I did right? a lot of theater, Well, it's yeah. like a lot of like memorization stuff and performing as a young kid, which probably affected you. Yeah. It's a lot of like waiting in the wings as a child, ready to go on, and your parents are in the audience. And, and you're, you're like, so scared. Line? And you don't want to disappoint them. Yeah. Which you probably have multiple times. Every day. <laughs> Every damn day. <laughs> so did you ever have similar dreams to that? So, like I mean, nightmares? exactly what he's describing. Yeah. Like, I'll, usually for me, it's that, it's the day of the play. Oh, no. And I don't know what play it is, and I don't know what part I'm playing, but I can't tell anyone because I'm ashamed because I should know that information. <laughs> sure. And so I, the whole dream is like, running around backstage trying to figure it out without letting on that I don't know the play I'm in and I don't know what role I'm playing. Yeah, yeah, I just need my costume. What was my costume? <laughs> exactly, uh, exactly. Yeah. But, I, but it's So excited always... to play this character. Are you excited <laughs> for me yeah, to Yeah, what do you think about my character? What were, what, what were his motivations in his backstory? If you had to give her a name, <laughs> and his name. what would you call her? you have a nickname for her maybe? Or... And it's always just like, I'm always running. Like, it's not a stagnant dream. I'm, I'm just like... Go, going through like a, like the backstage is like a maze. And there's like a countdown that never ever gets to the actual <laughs> yeah. performance, but you're always about to perform. You just always feel that anxiety yeah. leading up to it. Yeah. God, that's like a nightmare. Yeah. Literally. I had a dream yeah. last night. Last night where I, I was. I had weird dreams last night too. Really? Yeah. I think it's a new city and you get, you have these Whenever weird Whenever you're in a new bed, sometimes people yeah. experience like very weird, like not natural dreams that they have. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because like you're in a different place or like the bed you're sleeping on feels different. You're not sleeping as soundly. Yeah. But yeah. what were you saying? Oh, uh, I bet I had, I got pinned for a murder in New Orleans. Last yeah. night? You yeah, last night. And so I was like on trial for a murder I didn't commit. <laughs> it was terrifying. It was so real. It was like lucid dream. And then my other friends like Clay, you know, Clay Elliott was <laughs> yeah. there because they also were like going, I guess they were just knocking out a bunch of cases at once. <laughs> As they do. As yeah. they do in the court system. <laughs> and all the other friends got like cleared. Like, oh, you can go, you can go, you can go. And then like, I told my sister, I was like, oh, I was here, there's no way I could have done this thing and this thing. And the judge was like, we'll see you tomorrow. Like, it's not even over yet. So tonight you're gonna have that dream. It's I'm gonna not, be the continuation of the trial. So I'm not going to bed ever yeah. again. <laughs> ever. No. I, uh, I stopped having dreams at a certain age. Really? Like, I, I know I still dream, but I just never remember them when I wake up. Wow. Like, it'll be one of those things where I wake up, and I'm like, I just dreamed about something. And then two seconds later, it's out of my head completely. And I don't know how to retain them. But when I was younger, I used to have the strangest dreams. And I used to listen to music when I went to bed. And I remember very vividly, it was that song that's like, I will remember you. Uh, and every time I hear that song, I think of this dream I had to that song. 
it was weird. My mom was in this dream and she was wearing this white flowy dress and she was Ooh. standing by a window and I beautiful. couldn't reach her. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful up until then. And I like couldn't get to her and the wind was flowing and the dress was flowing and I was just like, mom, and she couldn't hear me and it was oh, all sad. that's so sad. Was she a ghost? I don't know. Were you a ghost? Of. I think we were both ghosts in this no. situation. Oh, no. that's, and you were how young? I was probably like 11 years old. Oh. Yeah. Do you think that's there was? That's a poetic 11 year old dream. I feel like most of my dreams were all like sexual. Sex? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but in my, my own brain doesn't let me like have the right fantasies. Like it's always like a sex dream and then I never actually, it never like actually works out my favor. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'll be oh, like, yeah. it, it, no, no, it's like one of those things like, oh yeah, it's like I'm, I'm like, meeting this beautiful woman and where things are going well and then it's like whatever ends up happening, it's like we never end up You never close finished. the deal? Never, yeah. You never close and it's, it's, it's always weird stuff too where it's like in my, you know, say I, I was like, like if I had a girlfriend or something, in my head I'd be like, well I have a girlfriend, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Even though it's a, I don't know it's a dream. I'm sorry Jennifer Aniston, yeah, yeah, <laughs> next yeah. time. <laughs> I, 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 or, or, but even then sometimes too I'll have a dream where in my head, my dreams version will have a girlfriend and then I can't, you're always committed in your dreams. You're no, no, or, or, or something else, or, or something else will happen. You know, like it's always. I'm, I keep cockblocking myself. Yeah. In my dreams. So have you never been able to have sex in a dream? Um, I have. I'm not gonna say it's never okay, happened, but okay. it's like it's always. You know, just like real life, more often than not, it's disappointing. So. <laughs> For you or her? That's what she said. <laughs> it's really funny when your dreams are not. An escape from reality. Yeah, like I remember going through this. <laughs> like period when you're of time. just going to work in your dreams. Yes, yeah. I went through this period of time where I was having dreams about like sitting down and having coffee with my friend, <laughs> and then I wake up it's and be like, right "What the now. fuck? <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well never go to sleep." I hear that people have dreams about flying or like having superpowers yeah. or doing these like incredible things, and I'm like. Wow, I had a dream that I went to a convention and there was no people there. It was fun. <laughs> like, that's the kind of dream I have now. I went to, I had a dream. I was staying at my friend's house, sleeping on an air mattress in, like, his basement. And I had a dream where I woke up and I had to deflate the air mattress <laughs> and fold it. I literally had to do, like, the fold and roll it. And then I rolled it off, so I had to unreroll it and then wrap the cord around it and put it in the bag. And then I folded all the things because I'm, like, a good guest. Yeah. And then I woke up. And like I had to do all that stuff <laughs> again. <laughs> like wow, what the wild imagination of my brain. That is what so dream funny. can we concoct? Yeah, it was terrible. That's what about really what about funny. nightmares? Do you guys have like a recurring one? I had a recurring nightmare that I was running through my house, like a version of my house, and I was being chased by a McDonald's Happy Meal box. <laughs> I got I was like watched like the cardboard guys box. Once. Yeah, the cardboard like box with a little handle, but yeah. it had teeth. And then halfway through that dream, I turned into a spider. <laughs> and spiders in that world can't move as fast. And also, they don't breathe oxygen. So then I started suffocating. Mm. Wait, when was this? This That's... was uh, right after the murder dream last night. <laughs> That's an incredibly <laughs> elaborate dream. No, not dream. really. No, no. This is like a recurring dream as a kid. Oh, yeah. a recurring yeah. dream as a kid. OK. Yeah, so did you not time. ever I... want McDonald's after that? I couldn't face it. It's a great couldn't question. Couldn't face the box. Because like, <laughs> I, I don't think anything would keep me away from eating McDonald's, especially as a kid. I even watched Super Size Me and it made me want fries. And like, oh that's man, that looks so good. Yeah, I'm just like, oh. that, is that dude's it, lucky. It's really brave of you to admit that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's very true. <laughs> I had, I feel like I've like told this in other rooster teeth scenarios, but <laughs> I guess I'll tell it again. Um, my earliest memory 
is a nightmare. Really? And it goes from being asleep in the nightmare to actually being awake. I like you like, like you're asleep and you wake up in the nightmare? No. Like I remember the nightmare because it was so vivid. And then I also remember waking up and okay, so here's here's what happened. <laughs> I had a dream. So we I was born in Asheville, North Carolina, and we moved thanks. Nobody else? Anybody wow. from Nashville? What are you supposed to do when people yeah. say places? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Um, <laughs> I've heard of that city. <laughs> so, but we moved when I was like four. So I know it was it was pre-four. Yeah. Um, so I was, I had this dream that I was on my block and I was in my front yard and these boys, like real boys from the block, were walking down the street and they were like kind of villainous like <laughs> like walk. making fun of someone or? yeah like i was like scared as they were approaching and one of them had like a, a rope in his hand like a leash and it went up to the sky and attached to it was like a huge in like kind of primitive bird like a hawk that was oh circling wow on the leash. You're a very imaginative little kid. I've oh never had a dream like this since. And I was like three or four. And so it was like circling and I like looked up and saw it and it looked down and saw me and went like and and dove for me. And right at when it was about to hit me, I dove out of the way. And nice. when I thank you. Good, good move. When I turned around like the Wicked Witch of the West, only its claws were sticking up out of the lawn, and the boys ran away crying. So that, so that's the nightmare. Suckers. So then I actually woke up, and I remember going to my mom and going, "There's a, there's a bird in the yard. We have to go look at the yard. There's a bird in the yard." And I remember my sister had these like corrective shoes. She was a baby. She had these corrective shoes because there was an issue with her legs, and they, it was like lacing up ice skates. And I remember my mom being like, Jesse, wait, we I have to put on Allie's shoes and it takes and I remember like waiting all this time for her to get these oh shoes gosh. on. And by the time she got them on, we went out into the yard and there, there was, was no bird. bird. Oh. No, oh, there was no bird because it was reality. Uh, but I didn't understand that the night the difference wasn't right. real. You know what's really funny about that? My first nightmare was also about birds. Really? Yeah. And it was when I was eight years old. And I had a dream that there was these giant pigeons that Ugh. had overtaken my elementary school. That could be fun, though. No, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. no but not the like not, they're not the like teachers. The teacher. yeah. Have you seen birds? No. no. And I like I wasn't afraid of pigeons or birds in general, but for some reason they had taken over my school. That's scary. Like they were perched on top of the building and they were like throwing their shit at people. And like they Throwing were just their like, shit taking like kids up. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's okay. definitely not a bird thing, but yeah. I don't know these things at eight years old, you know. Uh That's so yeah, scary. that was my first nightmare and I was afraid to go to school the next day and I was just like the pigeons are gonna be there. It's like bird birds aren't scary, but what is scary is that they're above you. Like the circling the fact yeah. that they can sit I on the know. roof. I've never been afraid of a bird. <laughs> Sorry. Chris ain't afraid a little of scary. Huh? They got claws and like, like, like dinosaurs. Faces. Yeah, they look like dinosaurs. 
Yeah, and they can just go wherever they want. They're sharp faces. Exactly. Sometimes Airbirds they're in there. airports inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We actually saw a pigeon at uh, New York Comic Con this weekend. Oh, yeah. It was inside? at our booth. It was like walking oh. along in our booth before anybody and was in there. And it stared at you and was like, aren't you coming back to school? <laughs> <laughs> Don't be late for the test. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know. What, are you, what about you guys? I don't, I don't really, I don't have a lot of nightmares. I did remember a flying dream, though. Oh, that's lucky. Where my first, I, the first dream I remember in my life is uh, I, I, I grew a raccoon tail. And I went flying <laughs> like around. Super Mario yeah, yeah, from Super Mario 3. And then I was like, this is awesome. And I like flew around my neighborhood. And, and I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. And I woke up and I, life sucks. After was, it, that. was it like a lucid dream? Like you were able to control yourself? I, I, uh, I mean, I guess I grew a raccoon tail, and that's like something I always wanted to. So maybe. But did you have to like obnoxiously find enough space to run without hitting any goombas? To <laughs> I get had into to. The, I mean, I had to like get. A, I had to go to the back, of the back of the yard, yeah, and, and then, then start running. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was really cool, and that I was very like, cool. That is very cool. Yeah. So that kind of makes up for the like. Yeah, sex yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have like some redeeming. At least you can fly with a raccoon tail. Yeah, yeah. in real life too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed. You can always remember Mario. He has a strange obsession with raccoons, and I don't know what it is. Like he has one of those Roomba things, the vacuum cleaners, and he he somehow attached a stuffed raccoon to it, and he calls it his raccoonba. Oh, yeah. that's cool. It's though. really cute. Like a, <laughs> like a taxidermy, like a dead raccoon. No, 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 no. no, no, no like okay. a stuffed raccoon. Like, oh, okay. It was just a coon. It's like a coonskin hat, and yeah. then a stuffed raccoon, and it's like it's one of those things I wanted a pet, and I was like, I don't want the maintenance of a pet. So you gonna, know, and you don't want a raccoon As to rip do. up yeah, your yeah. couch. But it's a like, classic tale of turning yeah. your Roomba into a rodent. Raccoonba. Yeah. He's so also it, got a, a full, uh, full size stand up vacuum that he calls his girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> she Dude, does, it, gives she the, sucks. it gives the best blowjobs. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, well, speaking of blowjobs, mm -hmm. or not, maybe if you were too young. Uh, so, for this My First Time segment, Patrick C would like to know who was your first crush and what was it like? Was it exciting, exhilarating, and how did you deal with it? I mean, I had a crush on a girl when I was like, Seven or something. Yeah, yeah, that's legit. It was just, yeah, yeah. So it was that's like about this, the time, yeah. right? You know, and there, I think her name was Jordan, and I was like, oh, I, I told my friends like I have a crush on Jordan, and uh, and then, but it turns out one of my other friends also had a crush on Jordan. Uh oh. And then so then he there was a like, shootout. You know, it was one of those things <laughs> where we were like outside at recess or whatever, and he comes up to me, he's like, so I hear you like Jordan, and like trying to fight me, and I'm like. Dude, we're seven. Like, calm down. Like, we're not you gonna. Have the you didn't say that. You didn't say <laughs> no, dude. No, 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 or but, seven. Well, in my head, I was like, I'm not. Well, I don't. This doesn't matter. It's like I can't fight. Yeah. Yeah, but when you're seven, you don't realize that. This no, I knew. I, I realized it's like this doesn't matter. Like we're. I knew you in my head. Realize. I was like, you're wiser than your years. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's like. When yeah. I was There'll seven, be other Jordans. Was yeah. Like. Yeah. I did realize like it, I'm not gonna fight you over this girl that it's. I I don't remember specifically the first girl, but I remember in. I want to say preschool, but there's no way, right? How old are you in preschool? Like five? Okay, so four or five, I remember it was the big cootie years. Mm. <laughs> and guys did not <laughs> hang out with years. girls, and there was a lot of talk of cooties and what they could do to oh, you. Yeah, yeah they're The terrible. cootie side effects. Yeah, it was really nasty stuff. And I was kind of like, that's bullshit. I really like hanging out with girls. But in front of my guy friends, I'd have to say like, oh, yeah, they suck. The girls suck. But then I would secretly hang out with girls. Ooh. Yeah. So you'd be full of the cooties and infecting them without them knowing. Yeah, I was cootie mm -hmm. patient zero. <laughs> That's your fault. Uh -huh. a, lot of, a lot of dudes had to get cootie shots that year. So do you remember like having an actual crush on anybody when you were that young? I mean, I don't remember any names, but I remember like I, these three girls that hung out by the tree in the back of the playground. And then I also hung out with 
with three girls in grade school that hung, hung out at the back. I was really into the back three girls. <laughs> and the three, sets of three. Yeah. It, I Lin Ye, feel like Melody I know Sin, that about Chen you. Chang, yeah. There were, I, <laughs> oh, wow. there was a girl I was friends with in like, I guess it was like, yeah, I was four or something. Her name was KK. KK. KK? Like actual name or her nickname? I don't know. I don't know anything about KK. All or, I remember is the name and then I remember my sister. And the feelings. The feelings <laughs> yeah. of my sister making fun of me. Being like, oh, you, why don't you go hang out with KK? And that's it. That's all. That's all. That's all the Your sister KK. burned you hard. <laughs> Ruthless. She told you to hang out with a You girl. let her talk to you like that? Jeez. Where were your parents? <laughs> uh, my first crush was also around like eight, nine years yeah. old. And I remember there was a guy in my class. I remember having the biggest crush on him. And I, we were in the same class for four years in elementary school, all the way up until high school. And. I remember he was interested in me too. We were like good friends. We would hang out all the time. And I thought he had a crush on me as well. But then these two new girls came to school. Oh no. The new girls are the hottest. Oh. New girls, they were at a public school before and they came to our private school. And so oh. they were all cool. Public school oh, girls. And fashionable yeah. and had pretty hair and they wore makeup. They cursed. Oh my they God. They did. Did they smoke cigarettes? No, they were not yet. They were in third grade. Not yet. sure. They did, I think, <laughs> by like the sixth grade, so they were advanced. I got and, a crush uh, on these girls. <laughs> yeah, you probably could. give us their numbers. Actually, I could. I'll show you some pictures later of the third grade versions of oh, them. Oh no! Great. No, that's <laughs> what I want to see. Okay. Um, and I remember they came, and he started talking to them, and then he became friends with them, and then him, this other guy, and those two girls would hang out every single recess, and he completely ignored me after that. Damn. I just got basically the shaft. Shame. <laughs> Shame. It's so crazy how like recess is a is like a date. Recess yeah, is like, like a big speed date. It is because yeah. it's your only time to really socialize with the other people in your class. Yeah. You can't socialize during like social studies. No. Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys have social studies? Yeah. yeah okay. Um, it was just kind of like history, right? Right. It was just history. I yeah. Think. Yeah. It was just history. You'd yeah. think it'd be something else, like. How to shake hands and how right. to give yeah. a public speech. How to hold eye contact. <laughs> yeah. Until Help. until she breaks. <laughs> Ugh, don't. How long could you go with that blinking? I don't know, but my eyes are starting to hurt a little bit. Let it go. Just let it go. I just going to look Thank like I've been also. crying the whole time. Uh, I also had a an elementary school crush that spanned years. This guy named Patrick. And I had a crush on him from like probably like second grade to fifth. No, 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 longer like till middle school. Oh wow! Like intense. And I, I was like obsessed with him. And then like the second he showed any inkling of, of liking me, which was like mind you, six years down the road, I was like, ew, no, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That happens to a lot of people, where it's like you have a crush on someone, and then once they show interest, you're just like, oh, never mind. The know. chase is over. Is that it? Yeah, I it's think like, so. It's like you want what you can't have. Yeah. That was very like I've never experienced that though. Like in my adulthood, yeah. to me that was like a that was like a kid. Yeah, thing. I think it's like an immaturity thing of just like I want that. No, now I want something else. Never mind. <laughs> my first like like twelve twelve year old crush was Alicia, Alicia Abeda. I'll say it. She's married now. <laughs> oh, okay. And I remember she went on a date with some like some other dude, one of the some set of twins. Not both of them, but one of the set of twins. <laughs> and this big rumor got spread around school that they went to a movie 
and then Alicia was eating popcorn and like a piece of popcorn fell into her shirt. Mm -hmm. And then she turned to like Alan and was like, Alan, can you get that? And I was like, oh my God, what? <laughs> and then I fell immediately in love with Alicia. And then I was in love with her for two years and then she was also my first kiss. Ooh. Oh, so, oh, so you, so you, you successful. You followed through with yeah. that love. Yeah. Damn, wow. ladies, man. Good Did job. you then get the popcorn out of her chest? Never had the opportunity. Damn. Yeah. Do you ask your current girlfriend now to like accidentally do, drop some yeah, stuff? Do, do the popcorn thing? I call her Alicia. That's <laughs> <laughs> a weird role At the movie, you're just like. popcorn thing? Nick, stop. We're in the movie thing. You know what else I like, though, other than boys? Crunchyroll. Thanks to Crunchyroll for sponsoring this episode of Always Open. Crunchyroll was built by fans of anime who love different anime series for all different reasons. They offer the largest, most diverse collection of anime series straight from the source. Their current lineup includes Mob Psycho 100, Cowboy Bebop, and Sweetness and Lightning. On Crunchyroll, the newest episodes are available as soon as one hour after they air in Japan via simulcast. All episodes are ad-free, and you can enjoy them across all devices, Xbox, PlayStation, Wii U, etc. Right now, you can try our Crunchyroll Premium for 30 days free with crunchyroll.com slash always open. That's crunchyroll.com slash always open for 30 days free of Crunchyroll Premium. Thank you, Crunchyroll. Thank you, Crunchyroll. Thanks, Crunchyroll. Thank you. Thank you, Crunchyroll. you are the crunchiest of rolls, and we love Crunchy you. Crunchyroll. Uh, all right, well, moving on, this is our Ask Us Anything segment, and Nick M. wants to know, have you ever had a one-night stand? And if so, what's the story? And so I had a one-night one night stand night. once, uh -huh. and once only. Um, I was actually leaving for Austin to move here to work at Rooster Teeth. And the night before, I had a going away party with a bunch of people, a bunch of my friends, including some people from high school who I didn't know too well. That's a perfect time to do it, getting out of yeah. town. Oh, yeah. And there was one guy there who I never had any interest in whatsoever sexually. He was always like a guy I kind of knew I was an acquaintance with. Mm -hmm. And we were all drinking and having a good time. And then he and I started like flirting a little bit. And he was like, you want to come back with me to my place? And I was like, okay, sure. I'm living down tomorrow. Let's do it. Worst sex of my life. Yeah, of course. Fucking hell. It was terrible. Um, you I mean also the guy that you weren't attracted to at all. <laughs> Never thought no, no, he was. He was an attractive. You were so drunk that you <laughs> changed your mind. He was an attractive guy. He was a very attractive guy. Great body, everything like that. Um, and I don't know if it was the alcohol, but the entire time he was on top of me and he was pushing down on my chest. Oh. Like, like CPR, like like he was like <laughs> balancing himself. Maybe you were you choking? Maybe I was a little bit, but only because he was like blocking all my airways. But um, he was pushing down, like almost like holding himself up using my chest. What? And, like, going a, at, like, that's an insane move. I, I had a bruise. What? On my chest area the Barb, next day. are you okay? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I luckily got the fuck out of Dodge after yeah. that. <laughs> Christ. And then I start to wonder, I'm like, because he was a popular guy in my high school too, so he probably got pussy all the time. How many people did he do the chest pound on? Probably yeah. a lot. <laughs> people were into that and I just wasn't. I don't know about chest pounding. I'm, I just weird... could, it's weird to not be able to breathe while you're trying to enjoy sex. Yeah. Because you're just like. <gasps> Some people are into choking. But yeah, I don't think it's like a, normally but this wasn't people choking. are choked by the neck, <laughs> not like, by the. And usually that's like something <laughs> that they agree upon. Yeah. yeah. It's like oh, a decision yes. that's made. Not like a Donkey Kong finishing move. <laughs> yeah. Is this the strong one? Yes. Excellent. For you. That's uh. So I had a one, I had a one night stand too involved choking as well. 
As little, they all do, apparently. Yeah, it's, it's a good way to say hi to somebody you don't know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Welcome to my bedroom. Uh, I'm cut up your airways. So it was, I was living in New York at the time, and it was a New Year's Eve party, and it was at the apartment building across from my house, from my apartment. And we I met this girl, and we were like dancing, and then it was like, do you want to go to my place? And she's like, yeah, it's right across the street. I'm like, cool. And then we were walking down the hallways doing like that, that movie makeout that almost never happens where it's just like throwing somebody against the wall and then the opposite wall, then like stumbling down the stairs. <laughs> nice. Just the whole way. And I was like, this is going to be so great. And then we got up to my little room and uh, we're kind of going at it and like my shirt was off. And I think she was like still fully clothed. And then she kind of like straddling me and she takes one hand and just like, boom, just like, like chokes you. Chokes me, like, oh. boom. And I'm like down just like too hard, like just like, hit my trachea, like hit the back of my neck, you know. Whoa. It's like, ah, and like it was just the shock of it and I was kind of like, ah. <laughs> 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 and then she did it again and I was like, ah. <laughs> but I didn't want it to stop, so I was like, ah. It's How like, do you not instantly lose your boner when that happens? I don't, I wasn't checking in I mean, with the boner at the uh, time. Um, I guess it's like, you got a far way to go between the two. <laughs> no, my boner actually comes up right here. <laughs> she was getting both of us at the same time. It's and like then a so snake I, I knock her hand away and she like turns immediately and she like kicks back and she kicks me off my own bed and I'm on the ground like staring oh up at her. Oh my god. And I'm like, what's wrong? And she goes, it was all fun and games until you got a power trip about it. What the fuck? And I just like, yeah, exactly. I just stared until at her. Until you like, asked her to stop killing me? Yeah, you? stop choking me. And she goes, you need to leave. And I go, this is my apartment. You need to leave. And then she left. That is like a movie. Until it would be great if she was like, no. That's what she said. Yeah. Exactly, word for word. It was all fun and games until you got a power trip about it. Oh my God. As if I was the guy, it was so bizarre. That's crazy. And then like two weeks later, I ran into her at a bodega. <laughs> and I still was kind of like, that could have been fun if we just discussed the choking stuff. So maybe I should approach her again. And so I was kind of like, hey, I think you left your scarf in my apartment on New Year's Eve. And she was like, and then just left. She was not Whoa. into. So she didn't want to come back? No, I think she was very embarrassed by what happened. Really? Yeah, because she seemed very like taken. She, she was just kind of caught off guard. Do you think that that was like, like, does she always do that? Yeah, like, is that her I don't move? Know. I've never or had that Or was she that like trying sex. that for the first time on a stranger? May, I don't know. It was too hard. I mean, it must have been first time because somebody explained to her like, oh, choking is kind of like karate chopping somebody in the neck. <laughs> I mean, the, I, I remember the first time I had a girl was like, choke me. And I, I, she I, asked you to choke uh -huh. her. Uh -huh. And I, I, first I was like, I don't know. I, was, I did it so poorly, I feel. I was just like, <laughs> you gotta, like <laughs> oh, God. I didn't want to choke. You, you got to make my Well, no, because I, I just didn't, I was like, I had never, I, like the idea of, you know, being violent with a girl was like tough to get. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fine now. If like, someone asks you to choke them, you know. <laughs> ready and willing. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's like it's, it's just like a getting comfortable with something. Now it's like okay, you know. Well, it's well, a really like it's. You have to be re really like safe. Yeah. And really trust the other yeah. person. Exactly. Yeah. Though I mean, I have I have had like a one night stand thing where the girls like choked me. Oh, did you like it? Oh no, I didn't choke her. I know. I mean, she didn't choke me. You choked you her. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the that's the body. But she she it was one of those things where she like took my hands and then just like put them up there. So I was like, she, she kind of gave she, you. Yeah, some she like it's like, hey, do this, and I'm like, okay. What so about weird. you? Any any uh, choking stories or one night stands? No, no choking <laughs> stories. No cho except one time I did choke on soup. 
and it was very scary. Well, you shouldn't be eating soup while having sex. No, yeah, yeah that's, I mean, that's classic mistake, rookie mistake. <laughs> I choked so intensely, but that's a different story. Um, I, it, it, yeah, it was a one night stand in with this guy who was turned out to be super weird mm. in Guatemala. Oh. Another American guy. Isn't that your middle name? In Guatemala. Yes. <laughs> Nick Guatemala, Nicholas Guatemala, Guatemala Rutherford. Juarez Rutherford. Um, but he was American <laughs> also. And he was kind of a babe. And so we had this like crazy night together. And and he lived he lived in or next to or something like an outdoor trekking adventure agency. Basically he was like do you, we're doing this like amazing volcano hike tomorrow and you like stay at the top. You stay like an hour below the summit in a um, in a tent and then you hike the rest of the way, whatever, in the morning and it's these crazy views and it's above the clouds wow. and it was like intense altitude and I was like, yeah, I wouldn't do that and he let me go for free. And then I Basically, on like the six hour hike straight up, I realized that I couldn't stand this guy. Oh, no. And I was gonna have to stay in a tent with him. Oh no. And in the tent, he was like, tr he basically like got the hang of it. He, or he like understood that I was not feeling it anymore and started getting like really beggy and desperate. And I just had to be like, don't touch me, stay on your side of the tent. Happy volcano. This. Oh my god. Just shut up. Just don't talk. Like it was. Oh, awful. that's terrifying. So wait. So you didn't. It wasn't a one night stand. The one night stand was the night before oh, we left. Oh, oh, okay. So it was. Was it good with him that night? Because you did agree to then, then go on the hike with him. Yeah, it was kind of good. Okay. I mean, we were we had been imbibing. Mm. <laughs> gotcha. But it was. And but then, then what, what happened on the way up? When you got to know just, him as a person. I got to know him as a person. Was he telling stories like, and then the plane was like, pew, pew. <laughs> Yeah, like what made you not like him? He was. Was he Nick? I yeah. think was he, doing, was he doing little kid stories? <laughs> he was like doing voices. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Enjoying the hike. <laughs> <laughs> I, You're right, going to climb the mountain. <laughs> I think that the charisma very quickly turned into a, a, a very annoying personality. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can meet someone, I feel like you meet actors like this all the time, where the first day you're like, oh, this person's like Char interesting and cosmopolitan. Yeah, they've had a lot, they of, a lot of life experience. They're smart, yeah. And then the second day you're like, shut okay, shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are so obnoxious. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I think it was one of those. All right, guys, well, to wrap things up, we have a question here for Sexpertise submitted by Jocelyn V. And this is actually a pretty serious question. I'm a junior in high school. I currently feel like I have no purpose in life. I have fairly good grades and an idea of what college I want to go to, but I have absolutely no idea what I want to do as an adult in life. I'm not even sure if I want to go to college, but I feel like I won't succeed in life if I don't. I'm just at a point in my life where I feel very lost with no direction. Should I know what I want to do by now? If not, what are some ways to figure it out? Is it okay to take a year or two after high school to find yourself, or should that be done at college? Thank you, Jocelyn B. The college thing is really a tough question. It because is. Because it depends it really what you want to do. I mean, no matter what, I think you would have a great time in college. I think yeah. it's a really important part of development. And yes. 
And I think uh, for a lot of people, they feel, especially like in high school, right after you're finished high school, you're expected to know what you want to do for your entire life, and that should never be the case. No, and it never, it, or very rarely. For some people, they're like, I know I want to be a doctor, or I know I want to be a teacher, or like whatever they want to do, they're very set in their ways. But there's, I would say the majority of people don't. I didn't know what I wanted to do when I went into college. Yeah, and you find it. You do. Also, I feel like you're, that person's in high school right now. High school kind of sucks. And a lot it of, does. Like, college is a lot more fun. Real, real life is yeah. a lot more fun. People get out of their like social, like, you know, I don't know, clicks and, yeah. and it, yeah. I don't know, it's just people, it's like, it's like a little weird, like, it's like you get a alternate version of real, real life, life. Yeah. you know, and then you get in real life, you're like, oh wow, people are a lot nicer, I feel like, or less. Well, you realize so many things that you thought in high school mattered don't matter. Don't, at all. Yeah, at all. yeah. and it's very liberating. Very. And yeah. same from like sophomore year to junior year of high school, mm -hmm. and then yeah. junior to senior year. Yeah. Like you're a so sophomore, right? Just a junior. Junior. Yeah. junior. yeah, she said she's a junior. So yeah. that's the 11th grade? Yeah, yeah. which is yeah. the most stressful year. I think so. You're in between. Yeah. That's and it's literally stressful. You're doing all the college stuff and like taking uh, your yeah. SATs. Yeah. And, yeah, 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 and people yeah, are yeah. starting to ask you the question, where are you going to go to school? What are you going to study? Yeah. Uh -huh. I feel like yeah. I, can, I can say, I can give one piece of advice in absolute terms. Unless you are absolutely positive, which she's not. Mm -hmm that you want to do something specific, I would say do not get massively in debt going to college for something that you don't even know you want to do. Yeah. Like getting massively in debt to be like go pre-law or pre-med or some like something that you feel really confident about, go for it. Yeah. But I just went to school with so many actors who got Two hundred thousand dollars in debt, just because they thought they had to go to college, or they, yeah, they thought. I mean, I guess they were probably sure they wanted to do that, right. but like, they're not sure it's going to pay anything. Yeah. yeah, just the getting in debt thing is, I think, such a trap. There, there's such this, this mindset of people need to go to college, they need to get a degree, and then get a job. And that is not the case. If you don't know what you want to do and you're unsure, I would suggest maybe taking a year or two after high school to figure it out. There's nothing wrong with going to college when you're a little bit older and you finally figure out like, hey, I would like to study marketing or I'd like to study communications or law when you have more of a focus that you think that you could do. Or you could go to college and just not declare a major. Right, you yeah. can figure it out there. Or you I go mean, to like state school or even a, I went to a junior college. Yeah, I think a junior college is a good yeah. way to figure it out. I mean, I knew what I wanted to do, but they, my junior college had a great theater program. Anyway, but just go to, you know, you can not invest too much money while still having that college experience and still kind of being able to figure things out. I would say too, though, if you, if you do take a year off, don't just use that year off to like do nothing. Yeah, like, right. You, you actually like it can be a trap. Yeah, yeah. Like it's easy to be like, well, I'm taking a year off from school, and then you just you have a part time job or whatever yeah. full time, and that just becomes your routine. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, the year's over, and I haven't done anything. I it's also going to become a rude awakening exactly. when you do go back to school. Yeah, because yeah. it's yeah. like you want to keep pushing yourself. Like, okay, maybe I'll try this, or maybe I should, you know, exactly. experiment with this hobby. And also, even if you do go to college, <laughs> like let's say you do pick a major that you want to do in school, and you figure out a year or two down the line that like, oh, I'm not actually interested in this you could switch there's yeah. nothing especially in college nothing is set in stone nothing is permanent like I, I dated some guy who um, was studying I believe it was history and he went to school for two or three years and then later decided that he wasn't actually interested in pursuing that as a career and he switched he switched his major and he just did a couple more years of school yeah and now he's a futurist 
<laughs> How did you know that? Do you know? <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with that, and nothing is set in stone. I think a lot of people have that idea of you're also so young when you're you start. So college. young, you're in your like late teens, early twenties. You have so much of your life to figure shit out and to actually change your mind about what you want to do. And that is once again why you don't want to be burdened by massive debt. Yeah, like I just feel I think it's a little bit criminal to allow kids who are 17 to take on that much debt. I know. Because they have no idea what it means. Go to school in Canada. Go to school, <laughs> yeah, Barb doesn't even know. Barb's like, yeah, debt. My semesters cost $1,300. Oh my, But you can, you can get that at like a state school yeah. or- Yeah, yeah. You Community can, college. You don't just, and don't think that the experience at Yale or Harvard or NYU, Jesse. Uh, I was very advanced. <laughs> Is gonna be uh, superior to just going to like a smaller mm -hmm. school. Like you're, if anything, you might meet more people and you'll be in a smaller pond per se. And and then if you're like, cool, this is great. I want to go to a big school or I want to go to this prestigious university. You can still transfer there. Yeah. And hopefully you've had. That's what you did. That's what you I did. You went to yeah. junior college and then yeah. you went to USC. Mm -hmm. That's a way to do it. I think the the most valuable thing I got out of going to college was networking. Meeting yeah. people within the industry and people who did similar things. Same, yeah. same, and same. I, I know, like you, Aaron and Josh and Zach and everybody met in college. Yeah. I know Aaron says like that's the most valuable thing. He well, he's, got yeah, he's. I think his his he, quote is like, "I paid fifty thousand dollars to meet these fuckers." Yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like yeah. He uses yeah. different derogatory terms depending on <laughs> the environment, right? Sure. How he's feeling at the time. That's Nick with Good Neighbor. Yeah. They all met at USC. We yeah. all met uh, just doing comedy. That not even in like a class. We were just doing same extracurricular stuff. Yeah. And we same became same with us. You just met that that's way. you and a lot of people involved with Crunch Time. Disney went. Yeah, to Disney NYU. went to NYU. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah so. Or or you could just do what uh, Brad. Uh, Zach Ganner's brother, he he didn't go to school, but he just his brother went and he just went to all the, all the same stuff. <laughs> the same stuff. Yeah. yeah, just hang around That's all Dave. the different yeah, yeah. <laughs> We know someone who did that. Yeah. Yeah. So good luck, Jocelyn. I know it's hard. Good luck, Joss. Very confused, but you know, you're very young. You have a lot of options. It'll come into focus. Don't be stressed. Yeah, don't it be stressed. Think don't outside the it. box. Uh-huh. But Talk also about. college is a really important I feel like it's a very like it's very cool to be like, fuck college, like explore. It's just, the college is just the man, that's a system telling you you have to. But I'm also like, that was a really important, great time for yeah, me. Yeah, it really yeah. is. And it helps you transition, I think, into adulthood. And mm -hmm. meet these amazing people and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a transition. Yeah. yeah, and that's I think, for me the most important part was the connections and the transition. Because if I had to start real life right out of high school, I would not have been prepared. It sucks yeah. starting it right out of college. There should be yeah. a second college. <laughs> That school? Yeah. Oh, that, there is. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank, thank you. you all for watching. We'll see you next week for another episode of Always Open. Cheers, my friends. Cheers. Cheers.